I can hear you. Cool. Can you hear me? I can hear you loud and clear. All right. Sorry, I'm just uh, finishing up breakfast. Heck yeah. What are you eating? Fat bowl of oatmeal. Okay. Yeah. You put brown sugar in it or just... Yeah, bro, of course. What the heck? I'm not a psychopath. Shouldn't even be a question, huh? <laughs> no. Peanut butter, too. Don't sleep. Ooh, the peanut butter? Yeah. Cool, cool. All right. All right. So we should probably talk about where we're both at right now. What's going on? Um, so, for the people listening, you know what I'm saying? Oh, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, so... Those of you who don't know, Caleb and I are best friends. Um, have been for a minute or two. Um, but I live in Denver, Colorado. Caleb, where do you live? I live out in California, um, in Asperia. Yeah. The the H town. <laughs> it's actually where me and Keenan met, so That's right. That's right. Yeah, but uh, you know, stayed in contact. Um Iron sharpens iron, as as they say, as the Bible says. So it's all good. That's right. <clears throat> um, it's nine o'clock in Denver. Sixty degrees, sun is shining. Can't complain. It is eight o'clock in California, but the sun is definitely not shining. <laughs> Bro, it's the sun's always shining in California. For the, what do you mean? For the past couple of days, man, it's just been raining. That's garbage. Yeah. I know. I can't even walk my dog. This is ridiculous. <laughs> Goliath? Yes. Hey, put him on. Come on. <laughs> I got to kick him out of the room because he was getting a little bit of a disturbance. <laughs> That's cool. Um, but cool, man. Let's Let's talk a little bit about, like, what what's going on and what our idea is or why we're trying to really start like a podcast a yeah bit. for sure you want to start or you want me to start um we'll just kind of play back and forth so you start and then when we're ready we'll each pick up cool yeah so i guess this is all this is all off the dome by the way um but uh the idea is just that we uh kind of get to share what's on our minds on our hearts um, on a regular basis, um, usually Caleb and I have a phone call, um, you know, a couple once every couple weeks or something like that. So um, just a lot of interesting and fun things get said, a lot of jokes, um, a lot of stuff about business and work ethic and um, God and prayer and things like that. Um, so we just thought we'd document it this time and see how it goes. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Keenan pretty much hit on all the points and... Uh, I think it's really cool because um, we had had this idea a little while ago, um, but now it's kind of like coming to fruition, um, especially with just like everything going on with like the whole coronavirus. We have a lot of downtime um, and we definitely want to capitalize on this where we're not like not being productive with something. Uh, and like Keenan said, like when we have conversations on the phone, we talk about so much like topics that 
I think a lot of people might want to chime into or would appreciate. Yeah. Um, and like you said, being able to have like a library of that uh, and being able to share it with more people. Um, I think that's a huge thing. So that's kind of why we're, we're doing this is just kind of like share with other people. Uh, maybe something will help them, you know, finding those golden nuggets. For sure. And Caleb, something I just thought about that we haven't even talked about yet is like, we got to get guests on here too. Absolutely, man. Yeah. So um, just, we'll keep that in mind. Um, Goliath is first. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. But anyway, yeah. So what's, uh, what's life looked like for you, man, during quarantine? Oh man, this thing's crazy, bro. Uh, <laughs> obviously, like there's to be completely transparent with everyone, like there's been like a lot of like not losing my mind, but a lot of time spent in my mind, uh, with so much time. Like I don't real I didn't realize how long twenty four hours is and um, you know, especially like work slow right now, so I'm working like one one day a week. Uh, there's absolutely no gym. So every workout that I'm doing is kind of like making, making me feel like I'm serving 25 to life. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, you just have, I'm trying to like plan out my days. Uh, but now I'm realizing there's so much time. So, um, life has definitely been different. What about you, man? Bro, just TikTok all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Things are no, done, bro. <laughs> I'm just playing. Um, no, I hear that. Yeah, you hit on a lot of interesting points. Um, I think a big one for me that I feel is like the lack of the gym. Um, just kind of like not having that escapism uh, to just go somewhere and work out um, and be around a bunch of like-minded people who are trying to get big or get fit or whatever the case may be. Uh, it's just a totally different feeling when you're trying to do push-ups at home and pull-ups on your door frame. Um, you know, you just don't get that same kind of energy, um, that you have when you, you've made the commitment to get out of the house and go to the gym. Um, so that's been rough. Um, but you know, it's been good being, getting creative, uh, watching a bunch of Instagram and YouTube videos about home workouts and stuff. Um, you just learn new things, which is cool. Um, and I think that's like the biggest takeaway is like, there's so much opportunity for learning right now, just diving into your hobbies or finding new hobbies or, um, you know, taking th something to the next level. I've been cooking more, meal prepping more, um, trying to try new recipes, just random things that I wouldn't do when I'm on that go, go, go mentality that I'm usually on. Right. Um, so, yeah, it's been, it's been good. Honestly, for me, it has not been, you know, this really hard, difficult, sad thing, uh, but it's just an opportunity, I guess, to, to see more. So that's where I'm at with it. Right. Um, and before we like keep keep talking more on like some of the specific things that you're mentioning, um, like picking up the new hobbies and like uh, being on that go go mentality and stuff. Where what or what was like a basic rundown of like what your life used to look like before all this? If that makes sense. Yeah. So. <clears throat> all right. So I guess I got to give like the big picture for people who don't uh, don't know as much about me, I guess, but. Um, I, I go to school at Colorado Christian University and I study music production and engineering. Um, so I'm a full-time student. I'm also a youth worship pastor at Authentic Life Church, 
which is a huge, huge blessing. And I absolutely love it. Um, the students there are amazing. Um, the staff there is also amazing. Um, the congregation is wonderful. Um, I love that church. Um, big family to me. Um, and then I also have some other some other jobs here and there. Um, I work the front desk at the fitness center at my school. And I also run sound um, for the events at the music center. So I'm kind of all over the place, right? Um, usually. And uh, lastly, I produce and write um, all my own music. So I spend a lot of time doing that. So my, you know, my day to day looks like um, getting up in the morning, hitting the gym, uh, going to classes, coming home, trying to fit in some meal um, somewhere. And then I am, you know, at church leading worship um, just in some capacity. Um, and the nights that I don't have that, I'm trying to, uh, you know, you know, get in, get in the lab, get in the studio. Uh, like Russ says, every day you got to you got to go to your gym. Um, so for me, that's the studio um, for somebody else, you know, that might be, um, you know, writing every single day or, uh, you know, going to the actual gym every single day, going to the soccer field every day, you know. Uh, but go to your gym every day. That's what I try to do. So, heck yeah, I love that mindset, and I love I love that that quote of go to the go to your gym every day. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess obviously, like you're you're pacing like the music. Um, how are you going to your gym every day? Like, do you have a studio in your house, or are you just writing? Yeah, for sure. Um, so it can look like a, a few different things. Um, so some days are more about like putting together beats and I do, I do have a studio, um, a little, you know, home studio in my, in my house, my bedroom's in the basement. So I got that classic basement feeling where you just sit down and get in front of the computer and and create, um, other days. I don't know why. Sorry, bro. I'm chiming in. (laughs) Yeah, no, go for it. I don't know why, but that just like painted a picture of Eminem in my head. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Basement's where it starts. Nah, you're good. Um, but, uh, you know, some days I'm more emotional, I'm more in my head, I'm more thinking about stuff, and it's just sitting down and putting pen to paper um, and releasing the things that I, that I think about or the things that I'm feeling. Right. Um, other days, it's, you know, practicing my instruments, so I'm on the guitar, I'm on the piano, um, playing and trying to get better in those areas. So, you know, it can, it can, look, it can look different, um, for sure. Um, but, you know, just one day at a time. Thank you, man. Yeah. So let's hear about you. Um, so where do I start? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I'm actually, I, I work at Denny's right now. Um, I'm not pursuing the college route. Nothing against college. I'm an advocate for college. Um, it's just not in, in, my, in my life. Um, not yet, at least. Eventually, I do want to go back to college. Um, but Denny's isn't a very meaningful job for me right now. Uh, it's very much so just to cover the necessities. Um, and then on the side, I build an e-commerce business. So uh, I dabble in that. And like, basically, I, I spend a lot of time um, focusing on like creating other revenue streams, just because the big picture for me is like, I don't want to work forever. You know, I don't want to serve money forever. Um, but of course, like, in order to not serve money forever, you have to get it out of out of like, the problem, like, of not having enough of it. Right. Um, so I spend a lot of time there. Uh, I'm very deep into uh, like actually like developing myself and like business development. So I do a lot of studying on stuff like that. Um, 
also like big deep dive into like self-development where uh, I truly believe like your input is like becomes your output, I guess you could say. Um, so I try to be very intentional with every single one of my days. Uh, and I really much, I really operate off of my schedule. Um, and that is one thing that uh, I'm realizing through this whole um, quarantine, I guess you could call it, uh, yeah. realizing how important it is to have a schedule, like a routine, um, and make sure that you're not falling out of like your good habits. Uh, I think you'd be consistent for like so many days and you fall off the horse and like getting back on the horse is the hardest thing in the world. Um, and it's like, bro, you were just consistent for a hundred days. Like, why is it hard to get back on the horse? Um, so in this, in this season, I'm just trying to stay very consistent with what my routine and stuff looks like. Um, almost every single day before quarantine, uh, I kind of have a very like set schedule of, okay, like I'm working that day. Um, I'm being a coffee shop doing work. And then also like I go to the gym, um, and then weekly I'll go on like about one hike. Um, and I just try to, I try to touch bases with certain people, um, stay in touch with like old friends and stuff. And so like through all this, most of those things I'm not able to do other than stay in touch with friends. Um, and that's been a huge blessing to be able to do that during this. Um, but my schedule has definitely changed. Uh, and I've definitely had to adjust to this. Certainly. Yeah. Um, something I didn't mention is like, you know, I, I lost a couple of income streams when they shut down campus. So now I'm doing a little bit of DoorDash and shipped and delivering groceries and stuff like that. Just trying to keep, keep some money in my pocket while this is going down. Um, so definitely adjustments have to be made um, for sure. And it's just, you know, everybody's in the same boat. Um, so, you know, I just think, you know, God for the opportunity that we're, we're fortunate enough to stay afloat during this time. Cause it's crazy for sure. Absolutely. Um, I guess like, what's the biggest adjustment you've had to make so far? I know you said like, obviously income's huge um, because without income, you can't really, like survive i guess you can't really pay for the necessities and stuff so i know that one's actually a big one for a lot of people yeah absolutely um i i'd say the biggest yeah i'd for sure just say saying how i allocate and spend my money um i think it's not as difficult because when you're in the house you're not spending a whole lot of money um right. so there's that trade-off there where it's like i can't go work but i also can't go spend money as much um uh, but just being responsible and wise about how I spend my money is um, even more so than usual um, has been really important for me. Um, I think as well is just like, um, yeah, just how, how do I fill my time um, being intentional about reading, um, reading and writing and um, getting on the computer and doing music stuff, um, staying on top of my homework and things like that is important because, you know, the um, idle hands are the devil's playground. Um, so just right. making sure you, you're staying in the right things so you can stay out of the wrong things um, is, a, is a big factor for me. So I think intentionality uh, before it was like my schedule was set for me. Like I knew what I was doing every day. And now it's like, all right, I have the freedom to, to create what I'm going to do. Right. So that's that's where the, the change is for me. I think it's crazy too. like in this time, like since there's not like a whole bunch of like structure and exactly what you said of like 
you have the freedom to create i think it really exposes like who you are and like what is really important to you yeah um because now you have the choice to do something um about like what you say and i came across a good picture and it was like um a lot of people like they'll say stuff like you know, I don't have the time to go and do this or do that. But now it's like, yo, time is completely on our side. We have 24 hours in a day. Like, you could do whatever you want. Um, and if you're not doing those things, I think it's like you lack that discipline. And not saying that I'm perfect at all, bro, because, you know, we're all human. Of course. <laughs> so there's things that I lack my discipline in 100%. But it's been really interesting just, like, learning about myself of, like, okay, what is what is what does my day actually need to look like and like what am i willing to do in my day because mm-hmm. it's so easy to keep on just like going back and like taking that nap or watching that extra tv series and stuff like that so like that discipline's huge absolutely dude and like kind of going off that point i i like the saying of like man if we would just stop saying i don't have time and start saying like oh it's not a priority like things would change for us really quick. Um, and I think that now that like so many of us have more time, all we can really say when we, we don't do something that we say we care about is like, oh, it's just not a priority for me. So I think when we come out of the back end of this, um, we're going to be able to really see like, man, like even when I did have the time, I wasn't doing that. Or like now I know what my priorities are because I had the time and now let me readjust and reevaluate. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and, it's like that it's like going back to like what is it that you actually stand for and like what is it that like you actually or what is actually important to you um because like you said priorities and i think very much so me and you both operate off of like a list of priorities of what needs to get done first and whatnot um and for me that's been like very very big on just like making my decisions and learning like okay, what am I going to do with this hour of my time? What do I need to do? Um, so, yeah, having that list of priorities is huge. For sure. Vertical alignment. <laughs> That's right. Real quick, so for the people so, that are listening, um, I guess can you just touch on vertical alignment in case someone doesn't know? For sure. Um, I actually learned this from Caleb, uh, so if I butcher it, you can uh, you can chime in for sure. But it's such a wise guy. <laughs> essentially, um, what we're talking about is um, every every day we have decisions to make. Every day we have time that we spend um, in certain places, and how we how we decide how we spend that time, or what we do, or where we go. Um, we run it through our vertical alignment. So, um, I guess the best way for me to explain it would be to say like what mine looks like. So. Um, Things that are important to me um, would first be my faith, my relationship with God, um, Jesus Christ. Next would be my family um, and then relationships with family and friends um, and the people around me. Um, after that would be just what I'm pursuing. So in this, in my case, it would be my music, music career, um, whether that be um, worship leading or um, rapping and producing and things like that. Um, and then lastly would be... Um, I guess, I guess the best way to put it would be like, like leisure and fun and um, how those things play into like personal and mental health and things like that. Um, So 
anytime I make a decision first, it's like, man, like, how does this affect my relationship with God? Uh, how can I, does this speed or does this harm it? Um, does this stand in line with, with what I say I believe about who I am? Um, and then next, like, how does this affect my relationship with my family and my friends? Um, and then you just go down the list and figure out like, all right, like these are my values. This is my vertical alignment. How does this decision impact these things and get me to where I want to go? So I guess that's the best way I can put it. Heck yeah. I think you, you hit right on, right on spot. Cool. Um, so, uh, I guess we're like 20 minutes in already. I didn't realize, but yeah, I am bro. Um, let's kind of like go over some of the things that we have, um, written down to talk about for okay this whole like coronavirus crisis and stuff for sure um i think like a a lot of people are really like taken back by this um and it kind of like really scares them um so what are some things that like oh i mean i know what you wrote down but like let's talk about some of them you know (laughs) for sure um yeah so the first thing um the first thing I have on my list is um, I just wrote home is where I rest. Um, and basically what that means is like why this is such a big thing for me personally or why it's such a big change is the idea that like, I mean, we kind of touched on this earlier, but you know, my life is usually go, 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 go um, from about 6 a.m. to 9 at nine at nine or 10 at night. And then I get home and I'm in rest mode. I'm in shutdown mode. Um, it's time to chill out. So, my mind is set is like, man, when I get home, like it's time to rest, but now I'm home all the time. So my mind is like rest time. However, I can't just rest all day. Like eventually you're not tired anymore and you can't just take four <laughs> naps a day. Right. So, four naps really <laughs> exactly. So I think for sure getting outside and going on runs is so important. Um, and just changing the mentality of like home is where I, not not just where I rest, but home is where life happens. Um, and making sure that life continues to happen during this time um, is yeah. a big, big deal. Can you touch on that that part right there a little bit more of like, uh, you have to make sure that life is still continuing. I think a lot of people like they're falling away from uh, like their, their habits and like the things that they have to do to in order to like win their day. Um, yeah. Because like, it's so easy to be lazy right now. It's so easy to be like, because you can't feel bad about not doing anything, you know? Right. Like it's literally like it's life now. So exactly. Can you, can you touch on that point of like, yo, life still has to go on. I think a lot of people oh, like sure. they're letting fear even stop them in the aspect of like, man, I'm so scared about everything. Like I'm just going to do nothing. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah. Like I, what I would say is like, this isn't a pause button. Um, like, these these months these days these minutes are still like chugging on by and like we're not going to get these back um so like at least for me personally and even though i'm not i'm far from perfect in this and like i struggle with this a lot being home like i don't want to like waste this time and be like you know um i'm three months behind now because i was stuck at home for all this time it's like so much can happen um you just got to like change your perspective and change how it looks um, and that's really what I, what I want to work on. Um, like I said, I'm not saying I'm perfect in this at all. Come on, dude. Um, we all know you're perfect. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, this for sure is not a pause button. It's just, um, it's just like a change how you do things. 
for sure. Um, because we still are going to look back on this time and have to be like, dang, like, how did I get closer to my goals um, in, in those three months or however long this is going to last, you know? Um, and I want to be able to, to own up to that and be like, yeah, I was working in this way. Um, right. And here's, here's my results because of it. Absolutely. I'm pulling up a quote that I actually just seen because uh, I think it kind of correlates with everything that you just said right now. Okay. One moment. Um, so someone, someone that I follow on Instagram, um, I'm not going to name drop because that's free advertisement. <laughs> um, but basically he posted this quote and it's like his personal quote. And he says, you may not get exposed to it, but you will be exposed by it. Um, so like, just like that thought alone is very heavy knowing like, you know what? Like, it's so true. Uh, because we can't put life and this isn't a pause button right now. Uh, you're, you're maybe not exposed to the coronavirus, but you will 100% be exposed by it um, in a lot of different aspects of like we were talking about earlier, like what you what you stand for, you know, um, what's your priorities? Uh, did you actually take this time and do something? Or are you kind of just like sitting, sitting on your couch watching that TV series again? Like um, this is like to- a total time to like capitalize on a lot of things. And I think like I felt very guilty of this um, Mm -hmm. in the very beginning where it was like, man, like I'm not used to operating like this. So I don't know what to do. And I kept on telling myself like, man, I just don't know what to do to like, uh, like really start rolling or like start getting my stuff done and making it feel like I'm actually capitalizing on this. Um, And then I came across the YouTube video and I was talking about like, yo, just get busy. So like, what does that look like is like, yo, regardless if you're passionate about something or not, like, start getting busy with all the things that, like, we all have this huge long to-do list. Like, by the time that this is over, we should not have a to-do list, you know? Yeah. Like, our 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 next goal once all this is over is, like, hey, like, I have no excuse to not be set up for success. Mm. Oh, yeah. That's solid. And uh, something I want to touch on with that, too, is um, – you mentioned like you felt guilty about this. It's like NF has a lyric. It says we waste a lot of time crying over wasted time. Right. And I didn't know what that meant when I first heard it, but like something that like I've been learning a lot lately is just, I get so in my head about like, man, like I should have been more productive today. Like I wish I would have done this. Like, Oh, I'm just sitting here doing nothing, blah, blah, blah. It's like, like don't beat yourself up because you haven't like, you haven't met a goal or you haven't knocked something off your to-do list yet. Like it's totally all good. We're all in the same boat. And like, in a like, this is something that most of us have never experienced before. Um, at least for sure in my age demographic. Absolutely. Um, so like, it's nothing to beat yourself up about. It's nothing to like feel guilty about at all. And that's something like I've, I've really had to learn. Um, but like, if you're ready to start and just get up and go get busy, like Caleb said, um, for sure. Um, but no shame, no guilt. Uh, just get started. Um, don't waste any time crying over wasted time, I think is a big deal. Bye. <laughs> um, I think, I think that is a huge point to touch on. Um, because I think a lot of people might be suffering with like identity or like you said, like a shame aspect of like, man, I'm not doing anything or I haven't started with anything. And I think it becomes like a vicious, vicious, like, I don't know how you would explain, but like a vicious cycle in your mind of like, man, I'm not doing enough. I'm not doing enough. Like, I don't even know where to start and everything. 
Um, exactly. And like, obviously, it's hard because, like, like you said, like I'm not perfect. You're not perfect. Like, no one is really perfect. Um, and so going off that, just like talking about like that mental health of like not being shameful in this time and uh, stuff like that. What are some things that like you're doing or like, I guess, where would you even start? Um, like if you were giving someone advice for this, of, I know you said get busy, but like maybe have you had like conversations with yourself? I know we were talking about something um, on the phone the other day that I think would be valuable to touch on. Um, yeah, I, if I don't say it, remind me of it. Cause, um, I'm not sure exactly what point you're talking about, but, um, something that I have been doing is, uh, um, I've been really had the opportunity to get into my word more, um, read the Bible a lot, um, than I usually would, um, because I have, I have this time and it's like, you know, anytime I have that thought of like, what should I do right now? Um, you know, reopening the Bible is a great option. Um, for sure. Um, and just understanding like um, the way that God gives grace um, allows me to like accept it a little bit more for myself. Um, That's, you know, because I, <laughs> I think um, it's so easy for us to, to understand like, like God is, God is so patient with us. God is so loving. I mean, I shouldn't say it's easy for us to understand that, but, but we know that in our heads. Um and, but sometimes we miss the, the opportunity to give ourselves grace. Um, and something also we talked about this too, is like um, grace isn't just an opportunity to like, be like, oh, it's okay to mess up. Oh, it's okay to like not do anything. But it's, it's more than that. It's an opportunity to like um, feel all right about it and then go and change it. Um, go and repent. Or in this case, um, go and get busy. Um, something like, I have decided, like, there's things that, like, I'm like, all right, I'm not going to go to bed before, like, this gets done. And I decide that in the morning. Um, so I know that, like, if I want to get to sleep at a decent hour that night, like, I might as well just knock it out early in the day or sometime during the day. Um, and then something else is, like, like we kind of mentioned this earlier, but I remind myself, like, man, like, I want to look back on this time um, and know that I set myself up for success, like you said, that I stepped closer toward my goals and didn't put my life on pause. Right. Um, I think something valuable too, like that I was kind of having a conversation with someone about yesterday was how you said like you made, you made like the decision that you're not going to go to bed until certain things get done. Um, mm -hmm. And I think like going into the aspect of having that shame and then operating off of that, I think that there should be no shame for like, doing like something i guess like with like uh, i don't know what the right word is maybe leisure like doing something for leisure as long as like your priority list got done so yeah for example like i am not a big like video game player or like i don't watch a lot of tv um and that's what most people are doing right now um and you know how it is. Like, I like to try to, like, separate myself from most people because, <laughs> yeah, you know, that 2% mentality of, like, okay, like, this is what 98% of people are doing. Like, this is what 2% of people are doing. Right. Um, and so in the aspect of, like, a situation where we're at, where it's, like, yo, like, these are, like, some, like, viable options. I'm, like, hey, I could turn on the PS3 or uh, I could turn <laughs> on the TV and watch some Netflix. PS3, bro? <laughs> 
<laughs> hey, bro, like I it's said, it's 2020. I don't even play video games, so <laughs> gotta work with what I have. Hey, we're gonna set up a GoFundMe so Caleb <laughs> can get a PS4 <laughs> and get rid of his PS3. Chill. <laughs> um, but like, like I said, like going back to like having that priority list, like for example, like I'm on this huge consistency run of reading like the Bible every single day. Uh, mm-hmm. And so when I wake up in the morning, I know like, hey, that's one of the things like I absolutely need to get done. So I time block like the first like half of my day and before. Okay, so it says first half, but uh, because of the <laughs> schedule, it's kind of crazy. Um, but when I wake up uh, within the first couple hours of my day, like that's where I spend most of my time of just like getting my necessary things done. And then that kind of like justifies uh, me say if I want to pick up the pick up the controller and play some some games like justifies it. It's like hey I don't feel guilty for this because I got this done, um, right? Or even like that Netflix thing of like hey like you know what I want to watch a movie. It's like okay but I can't I can't watch a movie yet until all these things are done. Um, and I think after having that conversation with. Um, the person I was talking to yesterday when he said that um, talking about like, Hey, like you shouldn't be shameful for like doing like these little things. Like those are all options. You know, you just have to make sure that what you need to get done every single day, like gets done. Um, And I think it's very situational of like what you need to get done because we're all different. You know, we all operate different. Um, We all have a different like goal or a different direction that we're going in. So it's very situational. Absolutely. I appreciate that insight. That's huge. Of course, of course. Um, Let's see what we got next. What do you have on your list? Um, so one of the things that I was kind of like poking and prying at a little bit earlier when you said, like, let me know if we don't hit that point. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it's when we were talking about identity. Um I think right now uh, a lot of people are getting to the point where they're getting asked that question in their own mind of like, man, like, cause everyone's so bored, you know, I get Snapchats, <laughs> yeah. you know, I send out the Snapchats like, man, really bored. Uh, <laughs> and so oh, you up. what happened? You sending those you up texts? You up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm just playing. Yeah. I don't do that. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Um, but, but like, we're getting faced with those questions in our own mind of like, man, like, why am I not having fun? I'm so bored. Like, and it's like going back to that vicious cycle. So me personally, um, I think that you're in like the perfect time to like ask those questions to yourself and really work through them. Um, and this is just something that I personally do, uh, since the beginning of the new year, I kind of have like this journal on my uh on my laptop and me personally i believe that uh you can't just hold things in and like you really have to get it out and i think a lot of times like we put it put this stuff on like social media of like man like i'm having a crappy day so you know what like i'm gonna go blast it all over social media hopefully i'm heard um mm-hmm. and i think maybe that's like a 
like not the right mentality because like who you share with um is huge because you know you have those friends that are like you know what like you tell them something and they give you bad advice it's like bro like that's horrible advice i would never do that (laughs) you know yeah so i think right now like since you are by yourself like yo like capitalize that and still get it out but in a different aspect of like me personally i get it out on the journal you know and so i have like the questions that like have came into my mind that kind of like drive me a little bit crazy and like the biggest one is like i'm learning that i don't know as much about myself that i thought um because like now like i'm like just like having that downtime of like i said constantly thinking and so i'm not gonna read this to you guys because this is for me but like a good topic is like just writing about yourself as if like hey someone else later in the future is going to grab this and be like whoa that's how that's how caleb was when he was going through coronavirus you know Mm -hmm. (laughs) like so i have i have this little thing that says like um in the journal it's like to whoever's reading this this is what i know about myself so far and just being brutally honest with myself of how i operate um why i think the way i think what i want in my life and stuff like that and that was huge for me and I know me and you were both kind of talking about that. I don't know if you have anything to say. Yeah, I appreciate that you bring that up because certainly that has been the biggest part of, of the quarantine for me is just realizing like, wow, like just like I am just not clear on my identity. Um, I thought like like I was, you know, like I, I figured a lot out, um, but no, there's still so much I don't understand about myself. Um, things I just don't like know why I do or um you know like where I am not confident um in like you know just who I am um and that's really been a cool opportunity to just like humble me a lot I guess it's like man there's still so much to learn um and this time is like just really God has been pulling some things out of me um and challenging me in a bunch of new ways which has been really interesting um so I totally agree um, it causes us to like, look at ourselves. We have a lot of time to think, um, a lot of time to stand in front of the mirror for sure. Um, and just be introspective. Um, and it's scary and it's fun. Um, but it's, it's hard. It's, it's work for sure. Um, so I think the temptation is to, to avoid it. Um, and that's like a whole other topic that we get into is like avoidance and, um, using our hobbies in that way. Um, but yeah, at the end of the day, it's work um, that's required, but it's it's valuable work for sure um, that can benefit us in the long run coming on the, out the backside of, out of this thing. So, yeah, 100 um, percent. And like you said, like, it's scary. And I think a lot of people are scared to have this conversation with themselves um, because like me personally, like when I started asking myself this question, I was like, man, I don't want to keep on asking myself this question. <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know I was like hey just keep keep going on keep going on um but I think we need to get real with ourselves. uh I think like a moment like this with like everything going on it's like a real testimony of like what you actually believe in um in the aspect of like and this is my views like I don't think anyone else is like looking at the coronavirus the wrong way or any of that but in this whole situation like yo a lot of people are like going to like news and they're letting that fear just like drive them insane. 
Like mm-hmm. they're only reporting like the deaths and how many people have it, but they are not reporting like how many people are recovering and like um like what's what the good stuff is that's happening, you know? Because for the yeah. news, the news channels, like that's like blowing up their ratings. Um, however, like in this time, a lot of people are scared of like, hey, like man, like what if I get the corona? What if I pass it on and everything? And me personally, my mindset is like, hey, if it's in the plan for me to get the coronavirus, like it's in the plan. And that doesn't mean that I'm not taking like, like I'm not being cautious about things, but it just means like, I'm not going to stop my life. I'm not going to put my life on pause. I'm not going to like not do like what I have to do just because like the fear of like, oh, maybe I'm going to get the coronavirus, you know? Yeah. And so like making sure that like, I'm in a healthy state when I'm looking at like this whole thing in a whole of like, Hey, like life goes on. Like if it's in the plan, it's in the plan. Um, and I think like, I mean, how are you looking at, at like this whole thing? Definitely. I think, um, there's a fine line there for sure, because I know people who, who live with, you know, their elderly grandparents or, um, they're at risk family members, um, that have, you know, health complications and things like that. And they, um, don't really have the freedom to be like, oh, it's like, if I get it, I get it, you know, um, because it, it's bigger than them. Um, I think that there's, you know, caution is, is absolutely necessary. Um, but I think, uh, I mentioned this earlier, but there is um, a big difference between responsibility and fear. Um, and I think distinguishing between those two and then living, living that out um, is, is what's going to, um, you know, g- going to be the biggest teller at the end of all of this, like who, who lived in responsibility and who lived in fear. Um, so I think everybody has to decide what those two things look like for them and then move forward in that way um, is how I would say it. Yeah. I think what you said right there is like a, an awesome one-liner. It's like the responsibility or fear, like uh, you have to choose. Um, yeah. And I think, like you said, it's very situational for people especially the people that um are living with their grandparents like you like you touched on mm-hmm. um so I, re- I really like that i actually really i'm gonna write that one down because <laughs> i know i got a couple people that i would talk to about that for <laughs> sure um is there any other like crazy topics that you like because like obviously we talked about like learning about ourselves like mm-hmm. um is there any like maybe like subcategories of like things that you're kind of like thinking about or like I said crazy topics that you've had with yourself for example like maybe you found out something that um you didn't know like you really enjoy Ooh, um let's see all right so this is kind of a funny one actually but Uh um (laughs) I have this friend and I've actually done a few TikTok dances (laughs) <laughs> oh, bro. dude i think they're so funny and i'm actually not bad at it um <laughs> only a couple though and since i have the time i've been i've been working on it um but we'll we'll leave those we'll leave those in the privates you know what i'm saying <laughs> come on bro we gotta we gotta plug your tiktok <laughs> <laughs> uh keenan gr music keenan gr music that's right Mostly, there's other there's other stuff on there too. Um, you know what I'm saying, 
How about you, though? <laughs> I li- I like that a lot. <laughs> um, I think, and this is maybe like reiterating something that we kind of talked about. Of like, home is where I rest. So, mm-hmm. like, a lot of people they're not operating out of their home. Um, and like me personally, like, I think I was kind of talking to you about it, where like I'm not like extremely passionate about like just like anything like some people like they really love music some people like they really like designing art or like photography um and stuff like that and so like I think this is a good time where I've always had like a little bit of time or I've always like tried things and I never like not tried things um Mm -hmm. for example like painting or photography and stuff but I think a lot of times like we could only give we could only like kind of like tiptoe in like a puddle as opposed to like we could jump in an ocean um and right now i think where we're like we're not tiptoeing in like things that we're wanting to explore for example like before it's like i would put a time limit on how much time i could spend on say painting um but now it's like bro i have all the time in the world like i could really deep dive and learn about like this um, and it's not so rushed. And uh, so I'm starting to do that a little bit more. Um, some of the things that I've tried uh, is 100% like the photography thing. Um, because I love when someone posts like an aesthetic picture. So yeah, just kind of like <laughs> dabbling in that so that, hey, you know what, if I ever want to, like, I have a nice camera where I could pick up and like, I could go take a picture, you know. Um, another one is me and my dog, we actually painted my dog's an artist for for real bro post the video (laughs) for sure an artist uh uh, my dog actually has his own instagram and everything so he actually posted it oh shoot i don't know if i follow goliath yeah come on man Uh, all right my fault fault. (laughs) um but we we kind of like did a little bit of painting and that was really cool because like a lot of times like i think that i'm not like very artistic um but then, like, I started doing this, and because it wasn't rushed, you know, like, I was a- actually able to, like, make something, like, decently good, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, by no means am I, like, an artist, but... Like, <laughs> get We're it. all artists. We're all artists. <laughs> That's true. The War of Art, super good book. That's right. Um, so, like, that good was plug. another thing. Uh, the one that, like... So, since we don't have a gym, one of the things that drives me crazy is, like, I hate feeling like all my gains are leaving. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So, one of the big things that I, like, I started doing that I'm trying to, like, fall in love with again um, is running. Uh, And running is, like, I used to have this saying that I would say all the time is, like, hey, I only run if I'm chased. Um, And now, like... (laughs) okay (laughs) now i'm like i heard this i heard this youtuber and he was talking about he's like you know what i take so much pride in my running because like now when i operate in my life there's absolutely nothing where i don't have like the stamina or the breath for and so Mm. he talked about this story of him like running through an airport and like at the end of it like he was just like out of breath because like he was about to miss his flight um and he said it kind of woke him up of like man, I don't ever want to be in a position where, like, I can't do something. Uh, And me personally, I'm a super adventurous guy. 
So like, I don't want to be like trying to learn how to surf and get demotivated by the fact that like, I don't have like the stamina or the breath for like how hard a sport it actually is. Um, And I used to wrestle. So like, I know like what it's like to have that feeling of like, man, nothing like takes away my breath. But then like, now that I've been out of wrestling and like, all I do is lift weights. Um, mm-hmm. I'm starting to realize, like, I am a little bit short of breath sometimes. <laughs> Going up the stairs. Yeah. <laughs> uh, or, like, do, like, a little tiny, like, walk uphill. I'm like, wow, dude, like, this is really taking it out of me. That's cool. Um, so I'm trying to, like, get really <clears throat> passionate. Not passionate, but get really, like, into running again and, like, Yo, running gives you such a, such a, like, good, like, high feeling. Like, it's called, like, I think it's called uh, runner's high. Mm-hmm. That's 100% a real thing, guys. Uh, some people might disagree with you, bro. Some people hate it, though. Absolutely. Hate it. <laughs> but, nah, it's it's definitely a real thing, for sure. Um, And, like, anything, like, you learn to love it. I think you and I talked about this, like, a long time ago, um, not a long time ago, but maybe a few calls ago. Um, but the idea of like, man, like <clears throat> when like I first picked up a guitar, like heck no, like it wasn't fun, you know, like at all. Like it hurt my fingers, like nothing good came out, like whatever, whatever. But now like I love playing the guitar because like I put in like the upfront work and now it's super amazing. And that's like with anything, like you don't love something when you first start it. Um, because it's like hard and you have to learn, um, you have to, your body and your mind have to adjust, but like you, you learn to fall in love with things, um, just like anything else. Um, something for me on that topic is like, just the, the importance of being outside. Um, and I know I, this is talked about a lot on socials and stuff, but like sitting outside for me, like instead of doing my homework in my room, going outside, instead of doing these phone calls in my room, go outside. Um, it's such, it's such a game changer. Um, and like my mood and like my motivation, um, like I just crank through stuff so much easier. Um, and I know like we all don't have the opportunity every day cause of weather and stuff, but if you can get outside, like, I think that's, that's such a huge part of, of this quarantine thing. Um, it's just making sure you're not cooped up all day long. Um, going and getting that fresh air, getting that vitamin D on your skin um, has at least has been huge for me. Um, you know, it just, it brightens my mood. It gets me excited. It gets me motivated, um, helps me work faster, and more productively. So that's been something for me for sure. Yeah. I think that's, I think that's like a huge thing for me too. Even if it is like I'm running and I absolutely hate running, but like being outside because like we feel so like, trapped and confined in like our own house like getting outside is kind of like having that freedom again and like i love being outside you know walking my dog running um one thing that i like actually like enjoyed was like most of the time like i'm like everything i do is so like purposeful and like i try to make sure like i have intentionality behind everything um one thing that i tried is like just going on a walk and it felt so weird because, like, usually if I'm out and about like that, I'm going on a run because, like, I'm training for something or I'm trying to, like, increase my health or, like, get better, uh, have better cardio and stuff. Mm-hmm. But, like, just going on a walk, just go on a walk. Um, I think it's peaceful 
and like it's like super healthy like you said um one thing i did want to touch on though that you were kind of talking about like when you're playing guitar uh was like another quote that like i always like often refer back to um oh shoot why did it just draw draw blank (laughs) um it says like uh if running is hard for you then run more yep um and the same thing with like everything is like it it has to become like you have to put in like the reps you know if lifting weights is hard for you like lift more weights like keep (laughs) keep lifting you know yeah um so i like that you touched on that because like a lot of people right now they are we do have this downtime where we're able to dabble and stuff and they get like demotivated because they, they think they're not like talented or something. Um, and they're like, Oh man, like I just don't have the gift to play the guitar. And it's like, no, like you just have to develop it. Like 100%, like keep putting in the reps. Like I love the saying like Rome wasn't built in a day. It's like learning guitar is like not in a day either. <laughs> yep. And it's, it's a part of that, like, that destination mindset where it's like, oh, man, like, I need to get here. Like, once I do this, then I'll be, you know, then I've made it. But it's like, no, like, everything, everything, everything is just, just a journey. Um, and you, you never get there. You just keep, you just keep getting better one day at a time. Um, and we have all the time in the world to do it right now. So keep getting better. 100%. All right, we are at 53 minutes, bro, and people about to start hanging up on us, but uh, I want to ask you a question real quick. Um, oh, shoot. What is the first thing you're going to do when quarantine is over? Ah, uh, 100% go to the gym, bro. I, yeah. I miss the gym so much. Like, I hear that. It was, it was such like an everyday routine for me. Um. And, like, not having that, uh, it's just not – I miss it a lot. Me too. I hear that. Um, I know a lot of people, like, they're saying, like, oh, they're going to go to the beach and, like, go travel and stuff. Um, but, like, me personally, like, I don't need to do that stuff. I just I just want to go to the gym. <laughs> <laughs> just get back on the grind, right. the normal grind at least. Yeah. What about you, man? Uh, for sure, I'm going to the barbershop. Like, as soon as I can. Like, I'm going to get a haircut, dog. Come like, on, bro. You should be using this time to learn how to cut your hair. <laughs> Dude, I don't... That's... No, that is not something I want to do. I do not want to ever have to cut my own hair. Like, that is something that's just, like, so relaxing for me. Like, just going to the barbershop, in the, being in, the, in that atmosphere, and just, like, kicks, like laying back and having them fade me up. Like, that's just something... That's, like, me getting pampered, you know? So... I just, yeah, that's that's going to be the first thing because I'm struggling over here, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's crazy, bro. Like, so uh, just because, like, all the days kind of, like, blend in right now, I haven't been, like, yeah. painting my, my face, like, at all. <laughs> it's crazy, uh-huh. bro. I can actually grow hair. <laughs> like, I'm only, like, three or four or five days in, and, like, I'm actually, like, starting to develop, like, a mustache and beard. I'm, like... This is weird. Uh oh, <laughs> dude, Caleb with the mustache. Oh man, that's weird. I know. That's why I'm so curious about like seeing it. <laughs> that's funny. Um, we got five minutes left. Is there anything heavy on your heart right now, Keenan, that you want to share with everyone? Um, 
Yeah, actually there is. Um, so the book, I'm reading through the book of Job right now um, in the Bible. And uh, basically there's some of the story, like um, the devil starts messing with Job pretty bad. He, um, he goes through some trials. He loses a lot of his wealth. Um, his family's put in harm's way. Um, his health is messed with. Um, so he, he's going through some pretty significant things in his life. Um, and he, um, in chapter two of Job, um, he has some friends um, come from a faraway place and they just um, come and sit with him. Um, they don't sit in, in chapter two, they don't say anything. Um, it says for seven days, they just sit in silence together um, and they just sympathize with him. Um, and that's really just been on my heart um, as we go through this time. It's just the idea of like, um, man, when people are suffering and people are going through things, you don't need to say or do anything necessarily. Um, but just knowing that, that you have someone there with you um, can be so, so huge. Um, so I would just like encourage everyone in this time to like, man, like call up your grandma, call up your friends, um, make sure you text your mom, tell her you love her, like, um, and just see how people are doing. Just let them know that you're there for them because like we're all going through this weird time together. Um, last night at church, we were talking about like, this is the first time in a long time that there's been a whole world thing. Like this is a whole world thing, right? Um, everybody is experiencing this in some way. Um, so just let people know you're there for them. Reach out, um, love on the people around you. Don't take all the toilet paper, <laughs> um, <laughs> things like that. But what I wrote down is like, I want to be this kind of friend and I want to surround myself with these kinds of people um, that are just going to come and sit with me that let me know that they're there. Um, so yeah, that's kind of what's been on my heart lately a little bit. Right. I think that's a huge point for a lot of people. Um, it's very, it, it's very important to like, and this might be like a lot to be able to get into right now. So I'm going to like hit on it very briefly. Uh, right. I think a lot of people are very materialistic of like, or they think that they're very materialistic until like they like literally can't do or have those things. Uh, mm -hmm. And then like in a time right now, it really like shows them how much more important, like having those relationships with with people are um and that's like something me personally like like yeah i have big goals and dreams but like nothing like i hate i hate like doing things alone and so like of course like you said like going through this alone like i'm not going through this alone thank god i have good friends um but i definitely want to also be there for those people too yeah um because i think like with people being like negative and like they're scared, like it's kind of like our job to be like the light to them, you know, and kind of like uplift yeah. them and encourage them and show them like, Hey, like, yeah, this thing is here, but like it's, it will pass, you know? Most deaf, most definitely. It's going to take a little bit of time, but things will get back to normal eventually. That's right. And even if they don't, this is the new normal. So it is, <laughs> it Zoom, is what it is. Zoom call, bro. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> cool, man. Anything else you wanted to share on your heart, real quick, before we get out of here? Uh, I don't know. I feel like I feel like uh, we talked a lot about a lot of the stuff that was heavy on my heart. Cool, man. All right, dude. Um, then let's wrap this one up. Let's wrap it up. All right. You want to say the tagline or should I? You say it. <laughs>
All right, everyone. Um, we just appreciate you guys listening. If you stayed this long, um, we just wanted to let you know, if you don't like our confidence, get your own. Um, we love um, all of our friends and whoever else is listening. We appreciate it. Um, hopefully you're able to pull something out of this. Um, if you want to shoot us a text or an email or hop on social media or whatever and just kind of share any thoughts you had or um, how you disagreed or whatever, that'd be awesome. We'd love to hear what you guys think um, about the virus or how you're dealing with it and things like that. Um, otherwise, have an awesome week. Um, and hopefully we'll have another one of these soon. Later, guys. morning brother how you doing not bad at all how are you doing good doing good woke up just recently and did all my stuff i bet well that kind of just actually leads us right into our first topic actually um so let's just jump on in yeah heck yeah cool dude um so i think we talked about this maybe two weeks ago um just kind of the idea of of our little golden hour um maybe just trying to capitalize on this time to to dive deeper into that um so you kind of just mentioned like um, just got all my stuff done. What does what does that look like for you nowadays? What's your what's your wake up time looking like? Cool, cool. Before I hop in that, uh, I actually want to kind of like maybe talk a little bit about what my golden hour is, or like what the whole um, idea behind that is. Um, so basically, sure. I truly believe like if you go win the first hour of your day, um, you can win your whole day uh, because it kind of sets the the pace and like um, the the tone of your day. Uh, and so just like, this is a very situational thing where not everyone's golden hour is going to look the same. Um, but some of the things that are on my golden hour, um, so like the first hour of my day pretty much consists of like prayer. Um, so as soon as I wake up, I get at the edge of my bed and I send up, send up a quick little prayer to my homeboy, Jesus, (laughs) um, right after that, I start to like do my stretches um, I don't know what it is, but something about like making your blood flow and everything, um, getting all loose and everything, uh, definitely helps me. Okay. Uh, that one's been huge. It's weird. I didn't know how much, like <laughs> how much stretching could really like take out of you. <laughs> um, <Yeah. laughs> but I'm like, wow, maybe I like my body feels like I'm an old man. <laughs> um, so I'm starting to do that a little bit more. Uh, I'm working on my affirmations. Uh, just something that like helps me like have my like little power statements for my day. Um, another one is like just like ten minutes of straight meditation. Um, just really trying to like work through any problems that I had or any like deep thoughts that I had um, because it's like early in the morning. Um, it's before I'm all over my social media. It's before I'm talking to a bunch of people. So it's just like time where I could personally work through stuff. Mm. um and the last last thing that i'm like doing is like hopping in the shower and grabbing a cup of coffee um so that's what my morning my like golden hours kind of looking like right now um but yeah that's uh i have something written down right here dude that's awesome uh so basically it says the theory of the, the golden hour is the first hour of your day sets the pace for the entire day what does your first hour look like? What does it need to look like? Every person is different. We all need something that's unique to us. 
the first hour of doing all these things are the things that energize you for the day. It's a routine. Um, so yeah, man, that's the golden hour that I've been working on. What about you? You cool. Cool. Um, before we get to me, can you just tell us like a little bit more about affirmations? Um, what that means to you, or maybe even read one, one of them that you say in the morning. Yeah, absolutely, man. Um, so affirmations are basically speaking things into existence that, uh, you're like working on. Um, it's, it's like I am statements and you're speaking as if it already like was, um, so one, I'll never forget, but I was, I met this gentleman and he was talking about affirmations and one of his affirmations is something that I like hold dear to me and something that I want to affirm every single day. So basically he wakes up every morning and he tells himself, I'm a bold, confident, courageous, young warrior of God whose feet touch the ground and Satan trembles. And it's like, man, like he's up. Uh, and he yeah. goes on and on. And it's like, it's like a loaded affirmation where it's like, it doesn't start off like that. It starts off wherever you're at, where um, everyone's confidence, everyone's self image, they're all at different levels. And so maybe like, you're like, I am confident. And uh, you keep telling yourself that and eventually you become, you become confident um, because you are what you think and you are like your biggest critic and you're yeah. talking to yourself the most every single day. And so it's like a lot of us, we're telling ourselves negative stuff um, and affirmations is kind of like a way to like combat that uh, and just kind of like put your armor on for the day of like, you know, what? I am a bold, confident, courageous warrior of God. You know, every time my feet do, does touch the ground, like saying trembles. Yeah. Um, and it's like those power statements, you know, like I'm getting amped up just like saying it again. <laughs> <laughs> That's dope. I like that. I like that a lot. Thank, thank you, bro. Yeah, I, cool. I recycled that from someone else, but I liked it. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Um, yeah, for me personally. Um, so. For sure, like, in my golden hour, the first 10, 15 minutes is me just trying to get out of bed. Like, I need those, like, 10 minutes at least to, like, shake off the sleepies, like, wipe the crust off my face, all those things. Kind of, like, shake it all off. Um, but something I, like, really, as soon as I get up, like, I repeat to myself, is like, feet on the ground, feet on the ground, feet on the ground. Mm -hmm. Because, like, I think for me, like, that's the hardest part of my day is just, like, turning over and putting my feet on the ground to, like, get started. Um but as I've been, like, trying to practice this, you know, um, a little bit more intentionally this week, it's looked like, um, first of all, like, getting up, um, going to the bathroom, of course, and then coming, coming back and grabbing my, grabbing my books. So I have my devotional, my Bible, my journal, and my, like, and my read that I'm on right now. So I'm reading a book called Leading on Empty by Wayne Cordero. Excuse me if I, if I butchered his name. Um, so I get into my Jesus calling devotional, um, and then read a chapter out of the Bible, um, and then kind of journal about it and then read a chapter of my book. Um, and that just kind of like focuses me in for the day. Um, you know, allows me the opportunity to lean into God, um, and remind myself of, you know, where I'm at and where I'm going for sure. Um, and then definitely like getting up and going on a run is super important to me, has been this week, um. I mean to say, um, and that's been really, really nice just to, um, I don't know. It's just like a huge victory in the day and it just makes me feel strong and ready to take on anything else that comes my way. 
And then lastly, um, something I've been thinking about a lot is I am a big, big breakfast person. Like I have to eat something in the morning. Um, and it's just something that I think like in our, in our age demographic is so grossly underestimated. Like the importance <laughs> of like a solid breakfast in the morning is huge. Um, and I know so many people that are like, oh, I'm just not like, I just don't get hungry in the morning. Like, oh, I don't have time for breakfast. And it's like, why you're crazy. Cause me personally, like if I don't eat breakfast, like nothing else is going good that day. Like it is all bad. I just need like that fuel for sure. So that's kind of what it looks like for me. Um, and then I just get get into my day after that. Heck yeah, bro. That's awesome. And like, I'm happy that like we actually were practicing like that golden hour this week. Yeah. Um, and I think like yours is like a really good solid like thing for you where, you know, like, you know how you're operating and like you wrapped it up perfect where you're talking about like, yo, breakfast is such a big thing for you. Um, yeah. And this is where it's so situational where like, bro, like that breakfast for some people is like a coffee for others. Uh, mm-hmm. And it's just as simple as that. But like, I think to like to speak to everyone that's like listening right now. I mean, if we have any listeners, um, but to speak <laughs> to speak to all them, um, just realizing like, don't be doing the things that like other people are telling you to do. Um, but like, do what you need to do. Uh, I forgot to mention. But one of the things that I'm doing in like my my golden hour, and it's so simple, but it's like pays such a big dividend later on in the day is like I make my bed. Oh, heck yeah. Yeah. And it's like I never make my bed because like to me, like I always think like, man, it's a waste of time. But it's like it's something that I'm just like letting like build up and not get done. As opposed to like, yo, as soon as like I'm out of my bed, like my bed's made, like I don't need to get back into my bed like and I come home later or I mean I'm already home all day but (laughs) (laughs) yeah in this season in this season Mm -hmm. but I come back to my room later and I'm like dang my bed's made like that looks nice (laughs) (laughs) right um so it's just like that yeah I love that that physical organization allows for mental organization Mm -hmm. um which is so important for sure absolutely um which one do you think like is like uh I mean, obviously, Golden Hour, collectively, um, is, like, stuff that's, like, getting the gears going. But which one do you think, like, you personally enjoy the most out of all of them? Like, I know we talked about breakfast. We talked about running. We talked about reading our devotionals, grabbing our books, those 15 minutes of, like, just shaking yourself out of bed. Yeah, um, for sure. Um, Reading my devotional, reading my Bible, spending time with Jesus in the morning. Um, and just knowing that he wants to spend time with me is certainly my favorite part. Um, I just feel, you know, I love, I love the opportunity to meet with God, um, because it, it focuses me. It, it reminds me of who I am and what my, what my purpose is, um, not like for the day essentially, but you know, long-term as well. So that's definitely my favorite part. Absolutely. I think like, that's so that's so good too because like you said like it focuses you um I yeah. think when like you're reading in the morning or you just like came across like a fire scripture you're like yeah kind of like meditating on that all day and it's like in the back of your head and then like you get into a conversation and you have that opportunity to share and it's like bro i just read this this morning <laughs> <laughs> yeah i love when that happens 
you're like and it pays like a huge dividend so i really like mm-hmm. that um that's something that you're incorporating it's funny that you bring that up because um just last week i was texting a friend and i read a particular scripture that morning um and then she had mentioned how that she said like oh this this scripture is my favorite scripture and i was like what like i just read that this morning blah 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 um, and then we had a like a little conversation about what it meant to us and stuff like that. And it was just like a total God thing um, that it just happened, you know, back to back like that. So that was really cool. Yeah, that's awesome, man. I think me and you even had a, a conversation over the phone about that. Yeah. And it was like, you just read it and it was exactly what I needed to hear. Um, and I think, yep. it, I think it's cool. I think when you're faithful to things, um, God 100% uses you to like serve others or like be there for others. And like, I don't know. Like, I feel like that's one of those like private disciplines that is like kind of like a selfish public reward where you're able to like, <laughs> yeah. help someone because like you were disciplined that morning um, because you were in your studies. And then later on, you could like your cups filled up so you could pour out, you know? Yeah, yeah, dude, that's huge. Ooh, yep. I think even with like the golden hour, that's kind of what it's like is like. Uh, me and you kind of talked about it as like, yo, when your phone dies, what do you do? You know, you go, yeah, you got to plug it in, right? You go and you like plug it into the charger and it's like, you don't just like keep on like plugging it, unplugging it, plugging it in, unplugging it, but you like allow it to actually recharge. And I think with the golden hour, sometimes we get really burnt out with like just the day to day and like everything that we're doing. And it's like, man, like I'm not feeling it today. Um, but if we're able to win our day and like, we're able to like plug in the charger for us every single day, um, we're not operating off of 10% every day. We're like trying to like plug in and be like, man, okay. Like I'm at a hundred percent, like starting in this after this golden hour. So, so it's definitely huge. Um, we want to talk about the, the next thing. Yeah, for sure. Um, let's, let's dive in cool um so one of the listeners from last week uh they wanted to talk or they kind of recommended and uh requested that we talk about like the effects of social media um some of the ways maybe we could use it to our advantage but also some of the ways that it can become toxic to us so maybe like some like pros and some cons um and everything but before we get into that uh i kind of just want to preface like this conversation um and me and Keenan, we were, we've been talking about this, um, where we don't want to be like trying to solve anyone's like problems, like not right. saying like, we don't want to minimize people's problems. Um, because everyone's going through something that we know, we know nothing about. Um, so when we're talking, everything's from our own perspective. Uh, we're not saying we have all the answers, uh, again, what's just our perspective. We're just sharing. Um, and hopefully maybe something like helps with you guys. Um, and it's kind of like a disclaimer, I guess, like <laughs> for sure. Yeah. We, we're just, we're just playing tennis out here, you know? Right. Playing tennis. It's Talking crazy, ideas back bro. And forth. I was just <laughs> thinking about that analogy, um, about playing tennis. <laughs> exactly. Um, oh cool, yeah. Should we, should we touch yeah, on that? Should... You that? Sure. All right. We'll do it quick. Um, you want me to go? Yeah. I bet. Um, so something Caleb and I do a lot is what we call playing tennis. Um, because 
we we both respect each other's opinions um, and what we have to offer one another. Um, we're best friends, so we talk about a lot of fun things, a lot of hard things. Um, but essentially what that means is, like, we know that, like, Caleb doesn't have all the answers that for my life, and I don't have all the answers for his life. Um, but we do have cool things to offer. So when something comes up, we we play tennis. We knock what we talk about. We just knock it back and forth. And here's what I think about that. Here's what you think about that. And it's just kind of like an ongoing thing of like building on one another's ideas um, and just allowing for kind of that brainstorming session to happen. Um, and we just learn from one another back and forth without ever having to be like, you need to fix this, blah, blah, blah. Um, but really just, you know, loving on one another as best we can um, without being like, you know, um, abs- without using absolutes, I guess would be the best way to put it. Ooh, absolutely. I mean, sorry, but absolutely. <laughs> um, right. Yeah, spot on, and it it keeps it keeps our dynamic really healthy, and we we realize like none of us are like claiming that we have all the answers, but like Keenan said, we really respect each other's like opinions and um, their views on things, so it just keeps it healthy. So we just play tennis. So. Um, cool. Sorry, bro. I cut you off though. No, you're good. (laughs) So social media, um, that's a, that's a broad, broad statement, number one. Um, but I think we would recognize that as your standard platforms, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, Facebook, Snapchat. I don't know if LinkedIn's a social, yeah, I guess it's a social media. Um, and then et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, Reddit, Pinterest, YouTube, <laughs> YouTube, all of it. What's the one that a lot of girls use to post pictures on? Visco, right? Oh, like yeah. Or Tumblr. Yeah. <laughs> Tumblr, bro? That's. I don't know if people are still using Tumblr. Maybe. Dang, bro. I use Tumblr every single day. <laughs> <laughs> You're weird. You're weird. <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> But um, yeah, so I guess we can start off by like saying what social medias we use and then just how they've impacted our lives or why we use them or things like that. So I, I'm on Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, TikTok. I, oh, YouTube for sure. Um, and then Facebook as well. What about you? Um, so yeah, I'm on Instagram, Twitter, uh, Snapchat, TikTok, YouTube, um, and like like we just exposed myself with uh, Tumblr. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I'm not consistent on it though. Uh, there's times where like I I go cold turkey on them, um, but that's gonna be kind of like woven into some of this conversation of why and like all that stuff so for sure cool yeah so something Caleb and I were talking about yesterday is how our two different pursuits kind of change the reason why or what we do on social media so a lot of I I like I produce my own music Um, I'm an independent artist so I a lot of my social media is geared toward promoting my music um, and sharing the things that I'm doing, hopefully offering encouragement to others who are doing the same thing. Um, 
so I post a lot of music, a lot of videos of me singing or rapping or doing funny things. Um, and I try to just stay engaged with uh, my my quote unquote fans. Um, if I yeah, I don't even really like that. Word, uh. <laughs> but yeah, so I'll, I also have like my personal social medias where I post selfies and stuff. Um, Some dog face here. Snapchats. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I have like kind of like the leisurely side and then kind of like the more business side of social media. So there's like two components to what I do. And obviously the business side is really, really important to me um, and to what I'm trying to build and things like that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I like, I like that you talk about that because uh, this is why we're starting this podcast, you know, Um, like, like you said, we're, we're in two different pursuits and so I love being able to throw back like perspective and like um, the way that we view certain things and why we view them those ways. Um, so I guess like, like you said, like the business side is obviously like super important to you. Um, so like, what are, what do you mean by that? Like, how are you using it for a business? I know we talked about like promoting a lot of music. Um, I guess just speak to that, I guess anything yeah um i think that in addition to having good music at least look so okay i was talking to someone about this yesterday when i if you ask me what my favorite song is right now um and i told you it's going to go a lot deeper than just the song for me i really latch on to artists a lot um and their stories and who they are and what like how they speak into my life and things like that so I think when it comes to promoting my music, um, it's important to build like a personal brand as well um, so that people aren't just getting quality music, but they're getting me and they know like where the message is coming from and who they're listening to and things like that. Um, because then you can appreciate the music just that much more. So social media allows me the opportunity to convey to people who I am and what I'm about um, and build that kind of that brand around myself so that people can feel more, you know, attached to the music and who they're listening to. Absolutely, man. Um, I didn't realize I wrote this down, but as soon as you started talking about like you're building your own brand and like it kind of gives them an outlet to like plug into and really get to know a little bit deeper of like who you are, what you stand for, what you're all about and like yeah. why you're singing about the things you're singing about um, is I wrote down social media is kind of a portfolio of who you are for someone that has never met you. Um, because there's so much content on there, you know, like it's kind of giving them a rundown of like, like you said, like what you're about, what you stand for, why you're singing about this stuff um, and like what your brand is. Mm -hmm. And so for the business side, I think that's, that's super valuable of, I think with social media, like it's such a double-edged sword where it's like, it's good, but it's also like, could be kind of bad. And it's like, yeah, it could hurt you, but it could also like help you a lot. Um, and it's it's just a tool and it's situational for how people are using it um and i think like that is one of like such a big pro of social media like being able to build your own brand and have your own portfolio and have content that people could like plug into relate and connect and um really know you i think another thing for sure another thing too for like you is like um you know, I believe in you, you know, I know you're going to pop off. Uh, yeah. And it's like, this is 
like testimony and this is like um how do you say it? it's kind of like your doc your document you're documenting like everything that's going on like from like zero to a hundred like everything you'll be able to post to it and i know me and you like we really enjoy russ and not just for his music but for his story um i know a lot of people don't like russ because of like everything but yeah the other aspect is like yo get to know his story and like you'll look at like a lot of his songs a lot different like you'll understand why like his confidence is like that you'll understand why he said things and so I think it's gonna be cool like later on in the future is gonna be like yo I know why Keenan's saying that like I know why he's acting all that good stuff (laughs) for sure and one little thing to add on to that too is like even for people who who don't need to have like a personal brand for like what they're doing like social media is such a cool thing where like like my grandkids are going to know exactly who I was when I was 20 years old, which is something that like hasn't happened before. Like so many of us, um, you know, I'm, I'm blessed that I, I still have some of my grandparents around, but so I know so many people who I don't really know my, my grandfather that well. Um, even on, on my dad's side, like I, I, I never met him as, or that's not true. I was too young to remember. Um, and I don't know much about him, but like now, like, my grandkids, even if I'm not around, are going to be able to be like, dang, like, grandpa was, like, so cool when he was 20 years old. Like, he was making all this music and stuff. And they're going to be able to see so much. Um, and that's that can go for everyone. Like, you're going to be able to document, like, who you were and your family's going to be able to see, like, what your journey was like and things like that, which is just always really cool um, just as for a sense of identity for people knowing where they came from and things like that. Right. I, I think... I think that is legit and I think that's something maybe I overlook sometimes of like yo like this is documentation for like my grandkids of like it's gonna be so cool to be like Papa Keenan you know Papa Keenan what they were doing like right I hope they get a hold of this (laughs) Uh, I, I, I bet yeah it's gonna be crazy um there's all there's obviously like a lot of pros uh for social media um is there something like that you want to you want to hit on or like we want to talk about real quick because i think like like we were kind of mentioning that it's a double double edged sword where sure. um there are pros but there are all, also are cons um and i want it to be not so not saying it's biased right now but i don't want it to only be like we're talking about the good things like i want it to be looked at from both perspectives you know absolutely um yeah, I mean, we can even just go back to social media's a portfolio for people who have never met you. Um, how can that, how that can not be a good thing? Um, I think it's so easy for us to to look at someone's portfolio and be like, "Oh, okay, so this is this is who you are." Right. Um, where obviously, like, there's there's more to it than that. Um, I think a term that you used before I've heard you use before is like, it's your highlight reel, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and <clears throat> like, you know, you turn on sports center and you see LeBron James, like you see his highlight reel, you see him, you know, putting it down people's throats. You see him dropping 36 points in a night, um, you know, doing amazing blocks and these athletic things, but um, sports center doesn't put on the times when, you know, he's in the gym working uh, the times when he's away from his family for 
six months out of the year, the times when like all the things that it costs, you know, he spends hours and hours in the gym. Um, he's up late for, for interviews and up early for practice um, and things like that. Like that's not on sports center. So I think that's, that's an important thing to recognize for sure. Yeah. 100%. Um, that highlight reel is crazy, man. Um, mm-hmm. Something that really made me realize that was a couple conversations that I had. Uh, and it was actually one of my brothers, we were having this conversation and he's like, have you ever seen someone take like a hundred selfies, but only post one of them? I was like, dang, I was like, that's so true. Um, and just that simple question, man, of like, they only post one of them. And when you think mm-hmm. about it, that's like 1% out of 100. And so in those other 99 pictures, like a lot of the times, like, they feel like something was wrong with them. Um, and it, it goes to where we're only posting our best things. Like, bro, when I'm struggling, when I'm like, when I'm simping, or when I'm like, you know, going through it, Mm-hmm. I'm not taking a selfie right there and be like, man, another day going through it. Like that's what that's what Twitter's for, bro. <laughs> right. <laughs> Twitter's for simping late late at night. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like you don't you just don't post those things. And I think like uh one of the things that I have written down is the seeds of doubt are planted in yourself when you begin to compare. And I think we, we keep on comparing ourselves to like people's highlight reel. That like we don't realize just because someone takes a trip like and they use all of those pictures and they just spread them out over a period of time, that doesn't mean like they're just always having fun. Um, I think that's one big negative thing from social media is because you could create your own portfolio, because you could be whoever you want to be on social media. Um, we, 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 like, we beat ourselves up because we see everyone else having fun. And the second that we're not having fun with like our life or the second, like we're going through something, it's like, man, like, am I wrong for going through this? And I'm here to say, absolutely not. Everyone's going through like a lot of stuff, but we're only yeah. posting the highlight reels. Um, I think it's funny. Like <laughs> someone was saying like, yo, you don't see me like posting pictures of like my baby pooping all over me, but you see me like when like my baby, <laughs> when me and my baby were all dressed up and stuff and I was like hey that's true exactly and so like exactly. that's like the bad part of social media where like we compare and we we think that people have it easier um than us and in reality like everyone's going through a lot of the same stuff where a lot of us are in the same headspace and it's it can be very bad you know for sure um one other thing that uh maybe like we'll speak to someone listening is social media is 100 percent a tool um bro me and my me and my brothers we talk a lot and my brothers are extremely wise um and so they talk about like this they use this analogy for a lot of different things um but for example we're, we're using social media and social media in a good person's hand could be a lot of good um, social media and a bad person's hand could be a lot of bad. And it's the same exact mm-hmm. analogy of like, yo, a knife in like some bad guy's hand could be like a weapon to kill someone. But now like a knife in like a, a doctor's hand is like a surgical tool to like save someone's life. Uh, right. And that's what social media is. It's, it's a tool. Like I think another crazy thing is because it's a tool, um, your life kind of becomes a micro, like, like, uh, 
a microscope, but then also like it exposes who you really are. Um, I don't mm-hmm. think that social media is like it's not bad, it's not good, it's a tool, <laughs> but it also exposes who you truly are. Like it, it shows people more of who you who you are. You know, definitely interesting. Um, kind of taking that and going with it. Um, we talked about how I really liked what we talked about earlier, not earlier today, but earlier this week about how social media normalizes things that shouldn't be normal, um, especially on platforms like Twitter and TikTok where it's difficult to filter what you see. Um, and this is like something for me too, where it's like, like you think so, like, like you, something comes up and the more that you like scroll through it and scroll by it, it becomes regular. Um, and it's like, you see something that's like, you think like, oh, like that's okay. But th- it's something that's like really not okay. Um, and it's just like, this is just my experience. like it isn't in line with my values um, or what, yeah, it isn't in line with my values, but I'll see it on Twitter and be like, Oh, I want that. Um, And it's like, and then I have to like catch myself and be like, wait, no, I don't like, because we don't get to see like the behind the scenes consequences of that. You only get to see like what they're putting on social media once again. Um, So it's, and then a lot of things are just like, like a joke or, you know, trying to be funny, but then it becomes like, so like, you know, regular and ingrained in you that it becomes your reality instead of just being a funny social media thing, um, at least for me. And that's something I have to really be careful with um, and check my heart on, on a regular basis for sure. Yeah, man. I think absolutely. There's, there's that normalization and like the, I might butcher this, but I think it's like calling like desensitized um yeah where things become so less sensitive um and i know me and you have talked about this but i actually learned this from my brother uh a while back my brother ended up getting off of social media and i remember having this conversation and it actually made me delete my social media for about uh two years but it was just basically talking about like what you're saying you're scrolling through all these things that like aren't your values um, and you start to begin to want it. But then, like, there's also those things that you're scrolling through um, that, like, should absolutely break your heart. And it doesn't break your heart. Um, and I always use that. Yeah. Uh, like, yo, we see, like, that there was just, like, a terrorist attack. Or we see that, like, um, a school just got shoot up, shot up or something. And then the next tweet is, like, man, I really, I really want my cookies. And then the next tweet is, like, man, like today was such a great day or whatever it be. And so as we're scrolling through these things, um, like our subconscious is normalizing it to each other. Um, And because it's on the same platform, because it's, it's on the timeline, you know, uh, you're kind of desensitizing everything and you're not taking that with like as much value or as much um, or as heavy as it should be where subconsciously your mind just starts to say like you know what like this school shooting is like the same level of this person wanting cookies and like people think that Mm -hmm. it's not like that but how many times have we scrolled past something on social media and it's like man like that's crazy and then you just keep going and like it doesn't break your heart um 
and it kind of detaches us from from that i i think yeah which is super unfortunate and just finding yeah that numbness is is dangerous for sure absolutely yeah so all that being said um of course there's there's the good of you know um keeping up with family and friends um being able to share the things that you're doing and accomplishing um and enjoying about life or um just staying up to date with the news certainly entertainment um for sure something that i loved um gary v gary vaynerchuk say once <clears throat> he talks about how like the generation above us will sit down and watch two hours of like um just like their favorite tv show like um what's that show called the law and order show um just like some crime show or they'll sit down and watch um you know dateline or my mom likes to watch dr phil and my mom doesn't necessarily do this but um just the older generation will just be like you guys spend so much time on social media but something i like that he said was that you know just like someone in the older generation will sit down and watch two hours of their favorite show like I'm sitting down and watching two hours of TikTok. Like that is absolutely no different. It's just a different form of entertainment that, you know, that I choose. Um, so I think it's important to recognize like it is, it is just a source of entertainment. Um, and as long as, you know, we're budgeting out that time, just like we would with anything else, I think it can be a okay thing um, for sure. All right. Um, I mean, for the people that listened to our last uh, podcast, we kind of talked about, being able to justify like those leisure times. Uh, I think social right. media is like one of those things that you have to justify, like, um, and not like saying like, you have to tell everyone why you're on it, but you have to like justify like, okay, did I do the things that I needed to do? Because bro, that stuff becomes like a black hole. Like you could be yeah. on TikTok <laughs> for hours. And then you look at the time, you're like, holy crap. It's like, it's 3 a.m. in the morning. Like I need to be asleep. <laughs> And right. so um, 100% like that time budgeting. And I think a great tool that uh, like if you have an iPhone that they just released a little while ago is like you could actually set limits mm-hmm. on it um, and being able to be like, hey, like I, I could only allocate like say 30 minutes to this or 15 minutes to this. Um, I started doing that a little while ago and before all this like craziness started happening. Uh, and mm-hmm. that helped me actually like like it does it doesn't necessarily stop you but it puts up another barrier that you have to like break down before you could keep on giving in right. and so it's like an extra safety thing and uh it kind of like mm-hmm. go ahead. Since, since i've done that um when i'm on instagram like i know that i have my timer and like i have a limit for the day so like it makes me more aware of like that i'm like spending like time on it and it's like, oh, shoot, like, my, I'm, I'm going to reach my limit. Like, I got to hop off. Right. And it just, it makes me more, like, aware of, like, what I'm doing, I guess. Yeah, you got to be more, you have to be more, like, precious with your time, you know? Yeah. Um, and that's, like, a, that's a huge conversation in itself of, like, time budgeting and all that stuff. Uh, because we can yeah. go so many different avenues of, like, all that <laughs> stuff. Um, but, yeah, man. Uh, you have anything that you want to like say about social media? Uh, like I know we were just talking about entertainment. Um, I don't know if you have anything written down for 
like just anything that you wanted to talk about in this. Um, I have a couple quotes though for this, but after you, man. All right. Um, I'll just share one more thing. Um, yeah, I personally, I think um, social media at the end of the day is like a big, it's like a big, big tool opportunity for our generation. Um, like there's always going to be the next thing that, that, you know, people think is bad and change, like people always think change is bad. Um, but I think there's a lot of good to it and it can be used for, I, I mean, I've seen it used in a lot of great ways for people to build, um, you know, success and to build relationships. Um, but my, yeah, I had a conversation again with someone about social media yesterday. Um, and we were talking about Snapchat in particular and how there are bad things about Snapchat, obviously, um, but how it it like takes communication and like puts it in like this funnel um, and can harm people's ability to communicate and build relationships. And you have like your little best friends on Snapchat um, that all you have to do is like send a little like selfie to them every day. And then you have like, oh, like we've, it gives you a little streak. Like we've talked for 180 days straight or whatever the case may be. Um, when really all you've done is like send a few self, like selfies back and forth to each other. And it's like that like can really impact how people view relationships and like what like friendship really looks like um, when you're calling these people like your best friends. Um, so that I think for me that I can see like that being one of the biggest cons is like it can help us stay in touch and, you know, talk to people and have a good time together um, from a distance. Um, but it's not the end all be all for how relationships should look. Um, because I believe we're, cre we're created as relational people. Um, and a lot of that should be, you know, the real hard conversations, the face to face talks, the long phone calls or whatever the case may be. Um, so I would say that's, that's the biggest thing for me. Heck yeah, bro. Um, the same thing, like kind of like touching on that is like social media has kind of like made our communication go really down. And I think this is like a crazy time where we're starting to realize like how, how much we all struggle with communication um, because now that we are like not like seeing each other a whole bunch or like we're not around a bunch of people, um, it's like, whoa, I could only send this selfie so much before I actually have to talk, <laughs> you know? And yeah. so I came across a quote, but it says distance doesn't separate you. Lack of communication does. And like what you're saying right now of, like you guys could be Snapchatting and it's a selfie a day for 180 days. Like there has to be like deeper or there has to be more layers of your communication. If you actually want to build a relationship, <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> excuse me. Um, but I wrote down something. Uh, it says okay. uh, it's kind of touching on what you were saying is like, I believe relationships should be like built with time spent together. Um, and I think, that's so true because like, yes, people are like putting out a lot of positivity or like maybe someone's going through something, but you can't judge them for like all that stuff. Like you have no idea what state of mind they were in when they're like saying this. Um, I think like you were saying, like it's super important to be like face to face or even like together and um, be able to like actually get to know someone. I think it's like, I was watching uh, a video 
of like this YouTuber and he's talking about like one of like the craziest and the like biggest like things that makes him uncomfortable is like people think that they know him based off of his YouTube channel. And so when they see him in like in real life, they're like, oh, yeah, like they try to be all buddy buddy with him. And he's like, and it's kind of like not like like he doesn't like it, you know, um, because that relationship has to be earned. And I think that's with everyone. It's like you have to earn those relationships with people. Um, I know I was I was one of those people where like I would follow I would follow someone that I didn't know just because say I liked their I liked the way that they looked or I liked something about them. And then all of a sudden, because mm-hmm. like they follow me back, we're we're friends. And it's like, bro, you've never even talked to this person in real life. Like you guys can't claim friends. Right. Like you guys have a social media relationship. Um, yeah so it's crazy uh but social media this is something that you actually told me that another quote that i wrote down for this was everyone becomes neighbors because of social media so that is a huge pro where like you can be connected to so many people um Mm -hmm. but again it's a tool and i was watching uh social network yesterday it's the movie um, about Facebook and how it all came apart. And so like the only thing or like the last thing that I really have to say about it is a quote from there. She's like, you wrote everything on the internet and everything on the internet's in ink. It's not in pencil. So you can't erase it. Um, and I think we have to be very cautious of that because I fell victim of that earlier in high school where I was writing, I was writing yeah. a lot of things in pen that I could not erase. Um, and it wasn't nice, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't positivity, it was the negativity stuff. Um, and so just be careful and realize everything that you put on, on social media, on the internet, it's all written in pen. So choose your words wisely. Um, and less words, more weight, you know, that's huge. I'm glad you brought that last point up because I was going to mention that too. Um, yeah, you had another little analogy, um, yesterday that I really appreciated. I don't know if you want to share that one too or not. Um, Rejog my memory. Uh, about the toothpaste. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, that is a good, (laughs) Yeah, Um, this is another one of those situations where like, why did this situation just happen? Um, but basically I think a lot of times like we it's easy to blow up it's easy to like want to go and like say all these things um and I actually have a my coworker, and we were talking about like this idea she's the way that she teaches her kids um to be careful about what what she says is she sat them all down grabbed the tube of toothpaste and she just squeezed all of the toothpaste out and she's like those are all your words now put it back into like the toothpaste um bottle or whatever you call that toothpaste tube Um, and like your kids are just struggling they're like well we can't get all this back in or we can't we can't um even put any of it in like like there's no way that this is possible i said exactly she's like so as soon as you speak your words like they're out there you know they're they're written in ink you know um and so it's very much so like that on social media where it's like all your words are is you squeezing out all that toothpaste and then like you say a lot of things that you don't actually mean but then it's like you're struggling because you can't put you can't like take those words back 
like they're out there um so you should you should be very cautious of what you're saying and by no means am i speaking like as if i'm perfect and like in that aspect because i do it all the time and i mess up all the time i fail all the time um but i just want to have an awareness around it you know i want to i want to become more aware absolutely yeah i appreciate that insight that's huge um we are about reaching time one last thing i just want to touch on the internet makes everyone neighbors um real quick um basically what that means i got that from russ i'm not going to claim that's my quote um but basically what that means is the idea that (laughs) that like um it's not you know 50 60 years ago like you're trying to blow up in music like you had to go hand out your cds and it was like word of mouth and things like that um you had to get on the radio but now like everyone is your neighbor like if you have good music this is how i see it in my perspective like you're gonna get weeded out like people are gonna find you because it's on the internet it's right there everyone has access to it um and so yeah that's kind of that's kind of what that means just go a little deeper for for people who you know might not know yeah but obviously that idea can apply to a lot of things it makes everyone neighbors so you know we're all next to each other um it also allows us to all be in this together um especially in a time like this Um, we can all help we can all support over the internet um, not just in our little community as well but also that too like go out and help your your actual neighbors um bro if, if they need can. butter make sure you give them their butter yeah a cup of sugar <laughs> absolutely um we are at about like 50 minutes uh, we were trying to cut it a little bit shorter um but we should wrap it up yeah Cool, cool. Um, yeah, if you guys listen today um, and have any other insight about social media, um, if there's anything you want to share, please shoot us a message on Instagram. Um, our Instagram is Keenan and Caleb Podcast. Is yeah, that right. So it's K E E N A N N C A L E B P O D C A S T. Keenan and Caleb Podcast. Um, yeah, please give us feedback. Let us know what you guys think. Um, give us your input. Um, thank you so much for listening. Um, once again, if you don't like our confidence, get your own. And uh, we really we love you guys and hope, hope this helps. We, lo- we hope to hear back from you guys. Also, shout out to Sam Narvez. Uh, she was the one that gave us the idea for this podcast. And we are yes, absolutely Sam. open to those. Uh, we'd love to hear what you guys think um, and maybe even what you guys would want to hear. Uh, but absolutely love the fact that you guys are listening and hopefully something that we said helps us or helps you. <laughs> Both. All right. We will absolutely. talk soon. Yeah. Later guys.